Welcome to the Cedar House Church Sermon of the Week. Our desire is to remain in God's presence, explore His passions, and supply tools that serve and inspire our city. All right. We appreciate uh, everyone here. I will not speak much because we always allow the Spirit of God to do what He wants to do. We plan, right, that we are going to do this, we are going to do that, we are going to do that, but at the end, He has the final say. So we allow Him to do what He wants to do. I'm just going to say something little, and then what he has put on our heart to do, we will do it. Uh, if you were here last week, we talked about prayer. Prayer, right? <laughs> and he said, it doesn't have to be a spare tie, but it has to be the steering wheel. It has to be the one driving you. Yeah, today I want to say something little about prayer that avails much. Prayer that avails much. Just five, ten minutes, and we are going to divide ourselves into groups. And we are going to pray for each other. How about that? Is that good? Good. So that is what we are going to do today. You know, what I've seen is, the Bible talks about iron sharpens iron. You know, when we meet together and we are praying for each other, when I'm vulnerable, when I tell you this is what is going on, could you pray for me? And you lift me up. God does something. And you tell me what is going on and I pray for you, God does something. It's unity as being together and building us, building each other, the strength that is in that. Rather than just maybe one person praying for you, it is all of us being it. So prayer that avails much. Um, I, w- I, w- I want to say uh, Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13. Last week we used the Lord's Prayer. Okay, I'll say a little bit about that and then we'll move on. If we have to talk about prayer and talk about it, it will take us months to talk about prayer. But what I did is (laughs) I have prayed that the Holy Spirit himself would teach you, would teach me how to pray. So that we don't have to stand here. I don't have to stand here and bore you week after week with prayer. What is this? What is prayer? What do we have to do? What kind of prayer? Intercession. I don't want to be doing all that. So I prayed to him. And I said, you have said that you will teach us all things when you come. Jesus said that. When the Spirit comes, he will teach you all things. And so I said, then you have to teach us how to pray. When to pray the way we should do it, the way you want. The Spirit-inspired prayer. Not prayer that, ah, I feel like doing it, so I'm going to try to do it. No, the Spirit himself inspiring you 
that this is what you have to do. This is how you have to go about it. So it's my prayer that we will get to that place. I want us to be, you know, a church of prayer. Every move of God that we've seen, we've heard of, didn't just happen. It happened because people prayed. They took God by his word. They prayed and did not give up. Even when the signs or symptoms or whatever was going on was contrary to what they were pleading God for, they still stood and prayed. And that is the mindset that we want to have. A lot of times our mind is, oh, uh, I am not a gifted intercessor. This person is, so uh, maybe I should leave prayer to that person. And, let's, uh, and let him do it while I sit there. But the basic thing is, it's a gift that God has given to us. The moment I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, that access was given to me. And because that's given to me, I have the liberty to go to him and pray. So it doesn't have to be somebody that is, oh, an intercessor doing it. No, it is me. It is you. And that is what we want to have in, in our mindset in this church where we'll be people of prayer. That we will not stop until we have seen God. Somebody said this, push, P-U-S-H, pray until something happens. Uh P-U-S-H. And I thought, oh, that was interesting. Pray until something happens. That means when I am praying and I don't even see it, I still have to stand on my knees and what? Pray till something happens. So, uh, Luke chapter 11, 5 to 13. Do we have it? All right, it's just, it's just something that Jesus said. So, okay, let's see. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity. You see that word there, shameless audacity. That means I am not going to stop bothering you. I, I have a seven-year-old daughter. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. I pick her from school every day. And anytime I pick her from school, Dad, what did you bring to me? And I said, no, I didn't bring anything. Dad? So it will go on with that, and you have to stop somewhere. <laughs> and she will not take no for an answer. Dad? So I would drive, you know, driving, I would just look at the mirror and then see what's going on, you know, the, the, her face. Dad? Dad, she would not stop. She would still tell I said, okay, all right, I will stop somewhere and get you something. You know, just leave me alone. <laughs> oh. 
that is the mindset that we have to have when it comes to prayer. That I am not going to stop. Because I always find several excuses. You know, I have to go somewhere. Grace, you know, I have to do this. You know, Dad, no. She will not listen. You have to stop. So you see, as Christians, a lot of times we pray. And when we are not seeing signs or symptoms or the things that we want coming to pass, we just, you know, give in, maybe divert our attention to somewhere. Maybe God is not going to listen. But we move our attention. But after this, I want to assure you that God listens to prayer. He does. You'll be amazed when you pray what happens in the spirit. Maybe you don't see it in the physical realm, right? And so in your mindset, my prayer is not answered. But what goes on in the spirit? It's just simple. I am speaking to God. Jesus said, ask. And it will be what? I didn't say that. He did. Ask. So if he would shut the door in my face, when I pray, why would he say ask? So that means anytime I pray, he answers. But it might not maybe be the way I want it. And that is why last week we were talking about the Lord's Prayer, right? He said, thy kingdom come as it is in heaven. Your will be done. The will of who? Me? No, but God's will be done. And so that is why when his will is done, sometimes it might not be the way we want it. But it is done. So when I'm praying and I say, your kingdom come. Anyway, I, I, we will do this next time. I just want us to move on to what we want to do today. Okay. So because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I said to you, ask, it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. I did not write that. I did not. And if I wrote that, I will probably disappoint you. <laughs> right? Yeah, because I might not have what you need. But he wrote that. It's his word. Jesus said that. Okay? So that means he will not disappoint. So when we see the vastness of God, and we don't limit him, great things happen. But when we limit him, we don't see. The door will be open. Which of you fathers, you know, he's talking about earthly fathers, so if, you know, your mother or father has done something that is really contrary to you, your will, what you wanted to be done, don't put it on God, okay? God is different. He is different. We are human beings, and we will do things that the flesh will make us do that we don't even want to do. But God is greater than that. And he is the Father. All right. I, I want to stop here. If I don't, I will go on and on and on. Because I want us to take some time to pray. Next time, God willing, we will have some time and go into details about prayer. And we will, you know, 
Duma, I, I, I wrote a lot of things here, but we just let the spirit move <laughs> and not bother him, you know. Prayer takes God at his word. That is what prayer does. And it has to be inspired by the spirit of God. And so when we take God at his word, we stand on it. Regardless of what is going on. Some years ago, I went with some college students back when I was in Africa. Um, we went to do a crusade in a village. And the moment we unpack our instruments and everything there, right there, it started raining. But we had only two hours to do what we wanted to do, we wanted to do, and go home. So when we unpacked that and it started raining, uh, everybody, you know, the villagers just started running away because they didn't want to be in the rain. And so I told them, can we just take all these music instruments out of here? We don't want it ruined with the rain. Then I called the college students that went to do the crusade. I said, let's go and stand in the rain. I think I lost my mind that day. I don't know why I did that. But I said, let's go. So we went and stood in the rain and started praying, worshiping, praying like people that have lost their mind. And as we prayed for about 15 minutes, still in the rain, drenched, it stopped raining. And when it stopped, <laughs> we put our instruments back and we started worshiping. And then you turn around, you see the people will be coming like, one person will show up, another person. <laughs> when we finished, that place was packed. But we were drenched in our clothes, standing there trying to preach the gospel to them. I think they probably thought we lost our mind, right? But there was something that said that, God, we came here for your will to be done. And we are not living unless you have accomplished your purpose. And that is what he did. So many souls won for God. So, I want us to have that mindset that prayer works. It is important that we do. And if you don't pray for yourself, please, you pray for me. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, when you go to God, you know, pray for me. And I believe you want to pray for yourself too. So, let's have that mindset. We will have more time to pray, to teach about prayer. But this is something little that I wanted to bring uh, to your mind. Um, next week, we'll be talking about fasting. I'll be teaching a little bit about fasting, and then we will shift gear. Because we want to also take it a notch. You know, when you pray and you add fasting to it, it's like taking it a little notch. You know, a muscle car. You know, when you have these cars and you put some kind of engine, you know, with, I don't know, big horsepower, whatever it is. You hear that, you see the noise and the fast, yeah, it takes you to a little notch. So we will be doing that uh, next week, talking about that. So today what we are going to do is, uh, we are going to divide ourselves into groups, okay? That is what our further spirit we should do today. So, we will divide ourselves into groups. It doesn't matter however you want to sit, whether in circle or facing each other. 
And one of you will be like a, a, a facilitator, you know, uh, just lead. And let people talk about what they need prayer for. You know, what is present? Is there a vision that God is giving to them? Is it something they are seeking God? Is it healing? What is it that they want God to do for them? And then you'll take turn and pray for that person. But everybody will have the opportunity to do what? Say something. We, we want to be respectful of time. But at the same time, we also want to have time to pray for each other. So when you are talking about what you need prayer for, we suggest that you go straight to the point. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody saying, what is he saying? It's okay, we want you to say what you want to say, okay? But you go straight because if you are... There are some of us, maybe like me, that I will probably, you know, bring history about all this and what happened to me when I was two years old and five years old and it brought me here and all this. You know, that, that would take somebody, you know, the time away from the prayer that we have to do, okay? So you go straight, I am here today, I am asking God for healing. The back pain that I have or this that I have, you know, or I have a vision that God has given to me. It has not come to pass. I am trusting God. Could you pray for me? Simple as that. And then we just move on. Is that okay? Good. So how do we do this? This group here, is that a, is, is that a big group? I think you're okay, right? Yes. Yeah. Too many. All right, then there are spaces here, so y'all can divide yourself into two. Some group can come here. Um, some of you can come forward, you know, and then others can be back. There's no number here. Just, you know, just move. Somebody leads. Um, right here, you know, yeah. Y'all can have a group here, and then maybe y'all can have two group or one group here. Yes. Yeah, because we want to have time to pray for each other, right? If it's too large a group, by the time everybody finished talking about what they need prayer about, it'll probably be time to go. So just, uh, are we good? Yes. Oh, you guys are amazing. I like the way you're, you know, grouping yourself together. That is great. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful.